0: I mean, I will be totally upfront with yeah. you. The Music Man is, like, my favorite music.
1: Okay. <laughs> I think
0: it is, like, the greatest American musical of all time. It is And funny. I know people roll their eyes at me, but, like, <laughs> I could, like, give a TED Talk about it. That's so funny. Welcome to Great Windy Way, a podcast putting a spotlight on Chicago theater. I'm Sarah, and my conversation with ball of sunshine anna drizlinski cook is one of my favorites to date she's currently a swing in goodman Theatre's production of the music band for those of you who don't know that's kind of like an understudy for the chorus she's an entrepreneur and a triple threat and i know you're going to love her as much as i did so excited about this. I am too. fun. Good, yeah. Um, so I guess I just wanted to start off just like learning a little more about you and your career. Okay. I did like a little bit of creeping and have worked outside of the city of Chicago and so I wanted to get a little more information about um, your work outside of like performance and then also what it's like to come to
1: Chicago and do a show here after like not having done one here before. Yeah um so yeah I grew up in Michigan and have lived in Michigan pretty much my whole life and I started off doing rhythmic gymnastics um well technically ballet first and then that was a little bit boring a little bit too pretty for me. So my mom put me in rhythmic gymnastics and then I trained and did rhythmic gymnastics up until the age of 14 when I had a very significant injury to my hip. Um, so I was born with hip dysplasia and, um, didn't know it until unfortunately I ripped my hip out of socket. Oh no. So after that happened, um, I had to go through a lot of surgeries to try and fix it and then to reconstruct the right hip. Um, and unfortunately, like I, My journey here is not straightforward, so I have (laughs) circus training from when I did all of that, because I trained with um, Alexa Sutton from um, uh, Cirque du Soleil, and then was on the junior Olympic team, so when I was doing that, I was able to get a lot of training in Bulgaria and, like, in other places, so... Um, I did a lot of that for a lot of years, and that's where, like, most of my dance training comes from. And so when I injured myself, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, and with it being reconstructed, the doctor kind of told me that, like, I could just go back to dancing, but it didn't work right, and I didn't have a great experience with my doctor. So I um, kind of gave up dancing, actually. Oh, Like, wow. really didn't dance for years because it hurt so badly. Oh, no. As a whole story. So um, he put screws in my hip that I was allergic to. Oh, my God. We didn't know it. So it shut down my immune system, and, like, I struggled for a couple of years. Holy crap. So I wound up eventually figuring it out by the time I was graduating high school. And um, when I was in high school, I tried doing musical theater because I looked at my mom, and I was like, what am I going to do with myself, like, now that I'm not doing gymnastics anymore? So I wound up doing a show and um, with this one company and unfortunately had a really bad experience with it where like I was told I would never be able to sing that I couldn't dance and this was all coming from a director um, and that I looked oh. horrible in blue and so that's why I could never be a leading lady. What? So that's um, the ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Of. It doesn't even make any sense. No. So I had a really bad experience and my mom was like nope you are not walking away from this experience with this like mm-hmm. it's just not happening. So she put me in a different program and um, I wound up getting the lead, and I called them and was like, I think you made a mistake. Like, I think it's oh. on the wrong name. They were like, no, like, we chose you. And then during my costume fitting, they put me in blue, and that's when I was like, okay, like, I want to do this and give this experience to kids and be a part of this and understand this more because I feel so connected to it. So that was my- <laughs> I was just like, this is the experience that kids should be able to have. And it was a great company with lots of great um, – I I have my qualms with them still. like, And that's a whole different conversation about, like, religion and theater. But Mm -hmm. um, I really enjoyed my experience of, like, the training that I got when I was in the program. Mm -hmm. Um, So after that, I decided to go get my vocal performance degree for college. Oh my god. I didn't really feel like I wanted to go to college. I didn't know what I wanted to do and so I went and I auditioned at a small school in Michigan. They, and I think a lot of people have qualms with their education um, but I specifically came out of the program with a uh, I almost had vocal damage and no. was not taught proper technique and was not given the opportunity to be taught good technique. And yeah. so after school was when I relearned how to sing and really pursued it. Um, in the midst of all of that, I got married. Oh, my And God. I wanted to start my own theater company for kids because I was just really determined to have good quality training in theater for kids. One where it was accepting, where there wasn't, like, some crazy – there were like issues with dress code at the company that I was in 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 high school and so there were just like things that I wanted to change but like give a good experience to and like make sure every kid felt uplifted because regardless of what they do with theater Mm -hmm. they would learn how to express themselves it'd be better for their public speaking skills like Mm -hmm. there's so many benefits leadership you know so I um found a job with it's called um the it's called renaissance homeschool group but it's technically combined with the oxford virtual academy okay and they are funded federally um it's pretty awesome the way that the program is we're one of the only programs in the state of michigan that do that so basically it's a school of choice and kids can come to the program and um, participate in it and we like it's the same as like a i guess you could say like a public school like yeah. we we're funded by we were funded federally like there's okay, so it's, yeah it's different from public school because we only meet once a week. Um, but yeah, they were looking for a theater program, and they didn't have one at that time. Or the one that they had wasn't like it wasn't really getting off of its feet, and like it was the first year, and it just didn't go well. So I heard about the job. My mom told me about it, and I applied. And that's when I started really digging into education and um, took a lot of I took some education classes when I was in college because I was kind of already working on this when I was a junior. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I um I started a theater company with. Um, And we call it Renaissance Players. And, yeah, we just, like, have had – it's been an incredible experience, like, watching these kids grow. And we went from, like, 15 kids and, like, doing it in, like, a rinky-dink little spot Mm -hmm. to, like, in a state-of-the-art theater with, like – I think we had 42 kids last year wow. and it was so it's just like grown tremendously and this upcoming year they still have they have like I think it's 52 kids this year too so it's like it just continues to grow oh that's and it's wonderful been, it's been really cool so yeah I just yeah. like wanted to pass along all of that training and, and just really uplift kids and make sure that like everybody had a good time and created a healthy environment for people because mm-hmm. oftentimes in the arts and it, and it did take a couple of years and it took a lot of cool. learning but yeah so that's kind of like what I do outside amazing. of performing yeah
0: because I mean theater can be so great for people yes regardless of you know age or what they decide to do that's yes. amazing yeah yeah I'm glad that you got to like cathartically like yes fix you know some things that you some felt things. like weren't you know just in your experiences yeah. and then you just know that at least yeah. you're imparting good things on other people
1: That's what I wanted to, I, I hoped I hoped to do mm-hmm. so yeah so yeah, it was like one of the things that I when doing all of that, though, was like I kind of wanted to get back into performing because mm-hmm. I through all of this wasn't dancing because my hip was in so much pain um, and so I had a really great doctor last year when I decided to start performing again um, and he found out what the problem was with my hip and I had actually from the initial surgery and after years of going in and complaining about this and the doctor's not listening to me found a bone growth on the front of my hip that was like was this huge bone growth wow. from the initial surgery. Okay. So every time that I would dance or move or anything it would rub against like the muscles and tendons would rub against it. Mm. So last year it like, it was horrible during West Side Story. We finally found it. So, that was great because then I could, I, I knew that I could, like, the doctor looked at me and was like, you actually can dance yeah. again if you want to. Um, it's still going to be painful and, like, there's going to be things you're going to have to work through. It's going to take time. You have ten years of damage in there. Um, and so, I was like, wow, like, I'm getting, like, another chance at dancing. So I, 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 I love dancing more than anything. So, um, so, yeah, so I decided I was, like, with a couple of different friends, and they were coming out here for an audition, and I was like, you know, I kind of want to do this, so I'll go to the open call oh for Music Man, because one of my friends told me about it, and, um, yeah, and then, like, I just kept getting called back, and so now I'm here. So oh, my this, God, that's so serendipitous. It, it is. Yeah, it feels <laughs> like it's,
0: it feels right, like, meant yes. to be kind of thing. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah that's definitely, like, it, it really, the puzzle pieces all came together. That's so, great. Yeah. Oh, my God. Kinda, so that's why I'm here. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. I love that. And so when you got here, I'm very interested to hear about how Mary Zimmerman specifically like took on this piece. Okay. Because it's like a pretty like when, you know, people are like, oh, we're doing The Music Man. Like it's a very easy like nostalgia piece for people to do. And you can just throw it on stage and like feel like you've done what you needed to do with it. But like knowing that she always tries to bring out the kind of unexpected and like untapped parts of different shows. And I was like so excited to see her put her hand on this show. Yeah. Do you feel like there was something about, like, the rehearsal process that was a little bit different? Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel like you, you found things that were new in the piece just, like, from her or from yeah. your fellow, like, performers, like... Tell me a little bit about exploring this particular show.
1: So when we first started rehearsal, so in the first place, Mary Zimmerman auditions people differently. Um, So one of the biggest things, and I've never done this before, and I guess most of the performers who are in the show have never done it, but something very specific to Mary Zimmerman (laughs) is we do this thing called ensemble play auditions, and she makes you come into a room and work together so and all of these improv games and just different exercises to bring out a dynamic ensemble. And um, I think that that's one of the biggest things that she has achieved with this show. She has created such a great environment for all of the ensemble members. And they're really interactive. And they're they're just... Yeah. So she's made a very... she's, I love that about Mary Sermon and her work. Is that she makes an interesting, dynamic ensemble. Mm-hmm. So that was the first thing. That was very different. And then when we first got into the room and we did our table read, she just... Was flat out like, which she's typical. She's the queen of symbolism and you know being able to like pull things. It's it's kind of crazy, but she just was connecting with her roots. And her home and, like, how she grew up and wanted Midwesterners to feel that way as well. Um, in which, you know, she, we actually don't have a footbridge in the show. We just have the water a tower. water tower, yeah.
0: I thought that was a really... I didn't know if that was, like, a choice. Yes. They just want to make a footbridge.
1: It was a choice. It <laughs> was a choice. Um, okay. And she said, like, in every town, you don't have these footbridges. Everybody has a water tower. Yeah. And she's like, and there's cornfields for miles. And so, like, it was just her kind of bringing her childhood into it. And then everybody who was a part of the process is we'd started this table read had something that they were connected to in the show and that's what she wanted to focus on was like their personal connection with the show because that's what makes it real Mm -hmm. um so and one of my favorite things that she talked about when we first started is that like everybody asks why why now why the music man now because and really theater is the only art that is asked that you know that's very true it's not like oh why Iron Man now it's like oh it's a bad time to make a movie about that Yeah. but for theater everybody expects it to be politically relevant and she's like because it's just sunny it just is it doesn't need to be anything right now other than just be and I thought that that was really cool and it gave all of us a different freedom with the show so the other thing about Mary Zimmerman that's very different Um, and I've heard in other productions it's even more like this than what we did but she likes you to explore and she likes to work horizontally rather than vertically okay so she likes to kind of run the show a lot and figure things out and get things yeah she doesn't give a Mm. whole lot of like specific direction I would say but just like playing with things and like I want more of this from you let's run it again. Let's run these couple of scenes together and just see how you guys, yeah, just like, just do it, you know? Uh Um, So the whole ballet, not ballet, but the little like, 4-H club thing that we do, and the pumpkins, yeah, yeah. and the, and the pilgrims, <laughs> that all was actually like, she was like, just kind of improv it, and then from there, we kind of cleaned it up, But it was like, there wasn't like, this is what you're doing, right. move here, move here, it was just kind of like, so this is kind of where generally this is, and this is here, so let's just see what happens, mm-hmm. um, which was incredible, so she was really cool to work with, I think, it's, it's hard for me to see some of the reviews that have come out, because I think people try to nitpick rather than enjoy what she's brought out. Mm -hmm. And I really think that her hand in this gave Marion the ability to be her own hero and to choose. That switch that typically she, like, starts to fall in love during Marion... It, Mary librarian um which is typically done in the show is not present in our show no no and I love she that choice it's very it much like, like, like she chooses yeah she chooses when she falls in love with him and what she's going to accept about him and she changes and it, and it can be very sudden and I also think it reminded me a little bit about like love mm. at first sight um or like or even mm. like when you like just Dislike that guy so much, and he picks on you, and like you just are angry at each other, and then all of a sudden, like you wind up dating him. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, I right. can relate to that. Because like, they're so yes, similar. They're so You're similar. Like, yes, me, you know it. what I mean? Like, and so yeah. So I think that Mary really brought that out in, in Marion and Harold, and and I love that about it because to me, I'm like gosh, this is just, these are people. Um, and, yeah, so I, yeah, she's just brought out just very real characters, and I like the fact that she made it very clear that Marion and her mother are not part of the the village, and, you know, like, they really are not a part of that group of people. And I love the fact that, like, she really brought out, like, all of, the script is very much written Where everybody, one of the notes that Meredith Wilson says is like, don't try to make them characters, just be them. But they are, like, they individually, like, are characters. You know, like, some people are just like, oh my gosh, they've got such a big character. Mm -hmm. That's the way that I feel about a lot of these characters in the show, is that, like, they're such real people who think that they're so qualified. (laughs) And they might think that they are, they might have, like, the degree to be or whatever. But, like, they're not qualified to be doing what they're doing. And then they get all mad at Harold for not being qualified or lying about it and what's funny is that the mayor's doing the same thing you know like so it's so funny this game that they all play together and I think it's so brilliant how she's just really made it real life because we all know those people who think that they know what they're doing and they don't yeah for sure (laughs) she
0: definitely read up the humanity in the show and I thought that everybody did a great everyone was in tune with that yeah nobody like was like I'm not you know everyone was in sync yeah yeah and then I also, another thing when I was watching the show that I yeah. thought was really brilliant, and especially, like, I want to hear from you as a dancer. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not a dancer. Like, <laughs> I went to school for musical theater, but I'm not a dancer. Okay. Yep. And <laughs> I, like, and sometimes it's just, like, hard for me to absorb mm-hmm. it as a language. Right. And, like, I have friends who are, like, you know, they get it. They understand it. Like, yeah. that's, like, you know... It's, like, if you're bilingual, yeah. and I just don't speak that language. Right. But for whatever reason, in this production, I got it. Like, you got it. the language was very clear in all of the movement. And I, like... Yeah. And so I'm just a little, like... That choreography, working with that choreographer. Like, uh, yeah. getting to
1: be a part of that yeah.
0: narrative. Like, yeah. And how clear it was. I think that
1: was just so well done. Dennis Jones, man. He, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's pretty genius. Mm-hmm. And he would... Take his time. I mean, I can't yeah. even tell you this. This rehearsal process was the longest <laughs> rehearsal process. And I see now why, because the little things I mean, I think there was one day where we literally spent probably two hours on like eight measures and of dance of dancing. Um and it was shocking to me how much time we would spend on one little number. But he had an idea and a story in his head that he wanted to tell, like, throughout all of it. And he truly used people to his advantage. Like, he knew that Matthew, um, Matt Kroll, who plays um, the farmer, and then he also plays um, Matt Cowell, or what's his name? I don't remember. Oh, his Charlie, name. Charlie Cowell. Charlie yeah, Cowell, that's what it is. The anvil yeah, salesman. the anvil salesman. He is a phenomenal tapper and like a great dancer, and like you wouldn't necessarily know that if you haven't seen him perform or like you're not looking at his resume. And like Dennis, just gosh, like he pulled that out and just used people to the to that advantage. That's so great. yeah, it was he got the it ideas only of unity. The show, yeah, yeah, he got the ideas of unity where it was needed, and the ideas of youth where it was needed, mm-hmm. and um yeah, he just he. We spent a lot of time because he hasn't done this show before, and we didn't have any like lab or anything before this. Yeah, um, that I'm aware of. Everybody said that we all just kind of came in, right, and just started. So there was a lot of I would say the rehearsal process felt a little bit like a lab with Dennis, and like mm-hmm. oh this just doesn't work. Um, let's just change this. Mm-hmm, so there's mm-hmm. a lot of different versions of this show that cool. we know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but I think the one that we settled on and that we're performing now is truly the one that is the most direct in like, and he would change. It. You're, you're right about the language. He's like, no, nope, it's not reading. Like, if I was yeah, just, like, a yeah. person, like, you know, who doesn't really understand theater, like, I wouldn't get that. But, like, let's try this and see if it reads. And so, yeah, he just kept kept... I'm manipulating the choreography and changing it and stuff to tighten it up and make it very clear, mm-hmm. like what story we're telling. So, cool. I, yeah, he was he was amazing to work with, That's and great. especially as a swing, like I was he, just about to ask you about that. You're like you have to be in so many different narratives, right? And you have to absorb <laughs> all of them. <laughs> absorb it all. Yeah. On the first day of rehearsal, when we were um, after our table read, when I was just like in with choreography with him, I wound up having to I, I stepped in like that day, and I asked him afterwards he was like wow like great job and I was like I don't really know how to swing this is my first time swinging and he was so willing to give me information about what the best oh way to swing God. was and he was like I've done it a bunch of times he's like don't do this because it messed me up like do it this way and like you know just really and like he made me feel valued because I know in a lot of cases people are like oh it's just like the swing And unfortunately, I think that that's an attitude that comes from a lot of actors, Mm -hmm. Um, not necessarily from leadership, but from actors. Mm -hmm. So he was the first person to congratulate me or to thank me when I came in and then also would like when I was practicing on the side, like didn't treat me like I was just on the side. He'd be like, oh, like I really liked what you just did there. When you're practicing you it, were can you show me again? Like, yeah, yeah, he like he he asked me about like what I did a couple of times with my feet to like contribute to like how to make a section work and mm. all of that stuff. So it was like he was really paying attention to everybody in the room, and I just loved working with him because he made me feel like I was a part of it so that's so
0: wonderful I'm yeah. so glad to hear that it was it was very cool how performances performance cool.
1: has been because I know you've <laughs> gone on a
0: couple times for a couple a different things yeah
1: <laughs> yeah I've gone on a lot um sadly but also you know it's it's always such a sad situation because right. like you love the people who you're working with but um I am very lucky to have gone on as much as I have I think I'm actually like 12 shows like something like that's that. that's great so it's a yeah definitely a lot um I was so nervous the first time I went on that, like, after I came off, I puked. Like, I was just so nervous after the show. I was just so, like, nervous. Um, just the ball and nerves but everybody was so supportive there was never anybody who was like they were just like hey can you like change this for the next show or can you change this for the next show so much shoving with love it was great like oh you're just like not quite where you need to be
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so it's been it's been good like maintaining the show has been fairly easy it's not like a hard one to maintain Mm -hmm. it's harder than it looks I I would definitely say that like after the first time I did Shipoopi the f- like, the full way through, I was like, whew, this is rough. Um, but, yeah, other than that, like, it's just, it's such a team effort out there. And, like, it's, it's actually been really great. Good. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's yeah. so exciting it's been to fun. Hear. Yeah, Good. It's been fun. I'm so glad.
0: <laughs> and how has, like, your experiences here been different than the ones that you've had in the past? Yeah, Um, besides just like the way that the direction's been run and like the choreographer but like is there something about being in the city that feels different to you or just doing a theater
1: like have you ever done something of like you know the Goodman's magnitude like I I haven't like (laughs) I have have done like I've done two professional shows in Michigan and then so this is like my third professional show so I am very unexperienced (laughs) I'm very unexperienced um I love the fact that they do care um like the company manager here has been involved and you know like given notes like when I went on like he came down and like checked on me and everything um it was like I've had really good experiences with the people like that um in the city I feel like it's just so much more respected like theater is more respected here than in in Michigan um so I've been very thankful for that Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a huge for me a little bit of culture shock with coming from Michigan to here. And sure. Like, there's public transportation and there's like all this other stuff, so that's been kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say like just in general, like people want to see good theater here, and they're willing to, they're yeah, I. I've never done something at this level, but like, it's amazing to see the support of the community in Chicago. Would you say like
0: that's what makes it like Chicago specifically special is like the community that's the community.
1: Yeah. And that's one of the things that in talking with other people, their experiences in New York and everything and why they're here, because these performers are performers who perform all over the place and, and have chosen to step away from New York and have been trying to, you know, get in here or, you know, have really been working to get in, in Chicago because there's a, much more camaraderie and community within Chicago whether it's the patrons or like the company or that like it's a smaller theater community and people are way more uplifting than like in New York Um, and I've heard some things you know a little bit about Atlanta and like that community out there and it's not to say that those people aren't good people it's just like I think just the magnitude of it and like you go to so many auditions that you just kind of stop caring about who you're seeing at every audition Mm -hmm, you know like you're mm -hmm. just there and you're in and you're out and you're hearing no and so like I just think people live so within themselves whereas in here people want to connect Mm, they want to get to know you and all of that stuff and I've, I've really enjoyed that about the city so far yeah yeah I really enjoyed the fact that it's very neighborhood-esque which is which in that regard is like Michigan (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) for sure yeah Yeah. very Midwestern I I think that's what's I mean special about the show special about Chicago is that it has that Midwestern sentimentality to it you? I'm so glad you're enjoying yourself. Yeah, it's, are it's you been fun. Planning on like doing more auditions in the city after this show. Yes. You
1: are. Yes. Yay! I just signed with Panessa uh, Talent Agency. So I am geeked It's like, There's such. I loved that. Like when I walked in, they knew who I was, oh. and they were like, "Okay, so now that you've done your audition, let's sit down and talk about like what you want for your career. Like, what do you want to do? and What do you?" They don't force people to go into auditions that they don't feel like they want to go into. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, they're just very personal and they're small enough that, like, they know who you are. But her people get booked in great stuff. So it's like, I just feel very, very incredibly lucky to be with her. Um, Marisa and her team of ladies over there are really phenomenal. So great. I just signed with them. And so I've got some auditions coming up. That's great. I'm so glad you're sticking around. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a lot. But I know that, like, once this show is over, it will change pretty dramatically again which is it comes with the business yeah so. absolutely well, yeah. that's so
0: cool congratulations yeah. on all your Thank successes you. and your future successes oh gosh it makes
1: me so <laughs> i've done three shows and not that successful um excuse <laughs> <So>. you <laughs> it's been but it's been a fun experience and like i'm just really i'm really thankful for the experience here it's been great it's taught me a lot
0: thanks for listening to me and anna chat today Go see her in Goodman Theatre's The Music Man until August 18th and keep an eye out for her in future Chicago productions. I'm really looking forward to having you guys next time at Great Windy Way.